Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafiyomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're now on Masechet Sukkah, Daf Chaf Dalad Amud Bet. I'm going to first take a look at the first half of Mishnah Dalad, and this is the second parak. Hausas Sukato Ben Ha'ilanot Ha'ilanot Defanot Lak Sherat. When we get to the second half of Mishnah Dalad on the next Amud, we'll see why the editors broke it up into two sections. This is the last Mishnah that really deals with Hechsher Sukkah. If you build your Sukkah among trees, and the trees are the walls, then it's kasher. So any wall that can't stand up in a normal wind is not called a machitza. So let's see. After all, the trees blow in the wind and they wave. We're talking about strong trees. But the branches. So you fill it in with reeds. Then what's the question? If you've got reeds around, then the tree is not really the wall. I might think that you are, should be gozer, because you might climb up in the tree, which is asur biyomtov, kamash balan, that we don't, we allow it. Toshma. In the context of Pasei Biraot, I said that if there's a tree or a fence, or a picket fence, then we call that a diumad, and we don't need one in that corner. So, you surround it with reeds. If you have a tree that branches out, and the branches are less than three tfachim off, off the ground, you can carry underneath. The tree comes and goes, it blows. You made a fence around it. So then you can carry in the whole area. You're limited to the Beit Satayim of the Karpev that we know in Eruvin. The answer is, It's a Dira that's not made, it's, it's really not a place made for residents. That's a rule of Eruvin, uh, of the Karpev, that any area that's fenced in not for residents has a limit of Beit Satayim, uh, 5,000 square mot. Toshma, Shavat betel shugavua sarav hu ba'arbe amot ve'arbe tzataim. If you uh, made your residence for Shabbat on a mound which is ten high, ten high, and is anywhere from four amot to beit tzataim wide, chen meneka shemoka saras, anything in a pit which is ten deep, from we have one of beit tzataim, same width, range, chen kamak tzurav shibolot mikifototah. Let's say you have some cut wheat, and around it you have wheat that's still in stalks. You have that whole area plus two thousand amot outside. I forgot the kativazi even though these things blow in the wind. Meaning, here's another example of a mechitza that is should not be a mechitza because it blows in the wind. And again, you put reeds around it. Okay, the second half Mishnah Dalid gets now to the issue of how to fulfill the mitzvah and who is exempt from the mitzvah of sukkah. People who are an agency for mitzvah are exempt. People who are sick and their caregivers, are exempt. And anyone may eat or drink temporary light, snacks, whatever you want to call arai, not a set meal outside of the sukkah. Okay, how do we know about this exemption for shtuchei mitzvah? The Tana Rabbanan, you speak the words of Torah when you're sitting in your house. As opposed to when you're on your way to do a mitzvah. And when you're on the way, you speak Torah. This is the famous sugya in Brachot, 
that exempts the Chatan from Kriyachma. Chatan on his first night, if she's a Betula. So only if he's marrying a Betula is he Patur. My Mashma, how did you get that from the Pasuk? Ravuna Kederech. After all, it says, Belech Tachavad Derech. Meaning, when you're going on the way. Ma Derech Roshut, just like the way is something that you're doing because you want to. I've called Roshut. Therefore, any time that you're involved in voluntary activity, Jechayev and Shema. Afuki Hai the Mitzvah Asik, as opposed to this fellow who's involved in a Mitzvah. So Milos can because the Lidvar Mitzvah become Rachman Alikri. Doesn't the Torah even refer to a case where a guy's going to do a Mitzvah and you still have to say Shema? Then the Torah should have said, when sitting and when walking. Why does it say, in your sitting and in your walking? You're only chayiv when you're going on your own, meaning for your own purposes. But if you're walking for a mitzvah, you're exempt. So therefore, any marriage should exempt you on wedding night. The answer is that when you're marrying a betula, you're concerned about how things will play out. She's already experienced, you're not worried. Does the, the concern exempt you from mitzvot? Let's say you hear that your boat is sunk in the sea with all the cargo. Are you exempt or not? If you think you are, uh, Navel is Chayav, even though he's extremely pre, uh, he's extremely, um, Preoccupied mentally with his loss, nonetheless, he's obligated all mitzvot, with the one exception of tefillin, because it says peer peer chachavoshalacha. It's your glory. Hashem tells Yechezkel to wear his peer, and that's in spite of the fact that Yechezkel is mourning for his wife. And from there, we learn many halachot of what a navel is not allowed to do, what Yechezkel was pointedly told to do. The answer is hachatari tir to the mitzvah, tamtari tir to the reshut. In the case of the betula, his tirda, is a tirda mitzvah. He's obligated to marry, and it's the kind of thing that's going to create a lot of concern and consideration. In the case of the cargo boat, that's not a tirda the mitzvah. Okay, but it's b'shiftacha b'veitacha b'lechtachavaderach, the essential exemption for osik b'mitzvah, is exempt from other mitzvot, which then leads to shluchei mitzvah being exempt from a sukkah. Mehatam nafka, we got it from somewhere else, Tatanya. In the case of the Korban Pesach brought a year after we left Mitzrayim, and there were some people who were Tamela Nefesh, and they came up to Moshe, and that's where Pesach Sheni came from. Right? Otam Anashim Mihayu. Who were they? Three way machloket. In the Sifri, it's Rabbi Shmuel who says this, that they were the ones who were carrying Yosef's um, bones. They were Nadav and Aviyu's cousins who took their bodies out. And Rabbi Kiva is, of course, the opinion that Yom Hashmini was the 8th of Nisan. And therefore, on the 14th of Nisan, the day of the Korban Pesach, they were still Tameh. If they were carrying Yosef's bones, they had plenty of time to avoid them and become Tahor. He takes the position, evidently, that Yom Hashmini was the 1st of Nisan. Look at Rashi versus Ibn Ezra at the beginning of Parshat Shmini. <coughs> and, um, and therefore they had plenty of time to become Tahor. Ella Oskin Bemate Mitzvayu. These are people who encountered a dead body. Nobody was going to bury him. They buried him. Shchashvishal and Liot Be'er Pesach. And they buried him on the 8th of Nisan. 
such that their seventh day was the 14th of Nisan. The drasha is based on the fact that it says they couldn't do the Pesach on that day. They couldn't do it that day, they could have done it the next day. Alright? So therefore, we see that they put aside the mitzvah of Pesach in order to take care of the main mitzvah. Uh, so you see that if you're involved in a mitzvah, you're exempt from another mitzvah. The answer is tzricha. We need both and the Pesach. If we had the Pesach, and the eighth of Nisan, you weren't chayiv in the Korban Pesach yet. So right now there's a mitzvah of mate mitzvah. But here you have Zman Kriyachma, Emalo, maybe you're not exempt. Sricha, therefore we need the Parsha of Kriyachma to tell us you only have to say Kriyachma if you're not otherwise engaged in a mitzvah. And if we only had the Kriyachma piece, we shouldn't like a karet. Not saying Kriyachma doesn't bring karet. karet with Pesach, there's karet if you don't bring it. Emalo, maybe you should not let mitzvah get in the way. So Sricha, therefore we need both of them. Okay. Alright, we saw that. You put your glory on your head. You're the only Avel who's Chayav, everybody else is exempt. But this is only on the first day. And there's some Rishonim who really read that the first day of Avel is Doraita. Based on this pasuk in Amos, that's heard the day afterwards is a bitter day. Since if the sukkah brings you pain, sitting out there is upsetting and difficult. I mean, star who I might think that Yehovah is also in star. When do we say mitzayar? That's if there's a lot of bugs or something like that. Here, he's hurting himself, meaning it's his own psychological condition, although we understand that he has to somehow get in control and sit in the mitzvah, in the sukkah, and do the mitzvah properly. So we have a series of halachot from Rav about this. A chatan and all of his entourage and everybody involved in the wedding are exempt from sukkah all seven days. My tama. They need to have a place to celebrate. Why don't they eat in the sukkah and celebrate there? And simcha la The answer is, the simcha is at the chuppah. So why don't they eat in the sukkah and then go celebrate in the chuppah? Because in simcha la makam Because the meal is part of the simcha. Literally, the simcha has to be in the place that you eat. So make a chuppah in the sukkah. Because then, uh, either you could argue that you won't have the opportunity for Yichud, or more likely because then you may find a situation where individuals who should not be secluded in the sukkah should, will because of this chuppah. It's difficult for the chatan. So my There's people coming in and out. Abaya's concern doesn't exist, but it's still a pain for the chatan. I ate in the sukkah. He evidently was married during the week before Sukkot. I ate in the sukkah and celebrated in the chuppah. I was even happier. I did two things. And, uh, and eating in the sukkah. I was extra happy. Tanavan chatan machushpinin v'chobnei chupa p'turim minatfilah u minatfilin v'chayavim b'kriyachma. 
So the Chatan and his whole entourage are exempt from Tefillah and Tefillin and are obligated to say Shema. He disagrees and says <coughs> um, that the Chatan is also exempt from Kriyachma. Everybody else is Chayiv in Kriyachma because Kriyachma, as we see, for instance, in the Halacha of the um, of the uh, Omanim in the second parak of Brachot is a lot easier to do when you're in a precarious situation like up in a tree. Tefillah, you need to be down. So everybody's involved in all of this or exempt from Tefillah. But Kriyachma, the Chayav, the Chatan, because he's got the extra Tirdah, especially if she's a Betulah, is indeed exempt. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up in the middle of this discussion about those who are exempt from the Mitzvah of Sukkah. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.